Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the Jam State Reaper! <laughs> it's MSG. MSG, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, good for you for uh, doing a little research on the, the state there. People usually think we're the potato state, but it's actually the Gem State. Would you rather be the Gem State Reaper or the Gem State Snacker? Because Gem State Reaper, now that I'm thinking about it, kind of makes you sound like a serial killer. I'm fine with that. That sounds cool, though. And not just any, like the kind of serial killer that breaks into women's homes at night and the elderly's homes at night and ties them up. Yeah, no, that's a little too much there. No. Like the Night Stalker. <laughs> Let's, I'll stick with the Snacker in that case, I guess. I don't want people to be scared of me. You ever hit up the drive through late at night? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, late at night being like nine o'clock, I'm, I'm an old man, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. In your younger days, I'm going to pull from a news story here in just a minute, but I'm curious about some of your, uh, some of your late night maneuvering. Like, would, what, would you just gravitate towards what was in your town? Did you have a favorite? Were you like a Taco Bell guy, open late? You, yeah, that's, that's usually where I'd hit, you know, that late night for whatever reason. Um, I didn't want just a big, you know, overpowering burger. I would go for Taco Bell, actually. Now, did you ever end up... If you were intending to go to, to, to Taco Bell or McDonald's, did you ever end up accidentally ordering a burrito at a bank? <laughs> I may have, but uh, not that I recall, no. Well, you're one step ahead of this gentleman from Spring Hill, Florida. A Florida man was arrested Wednesday after deputies said he tried to order a burrito in a bank drive through And listen to this one. A Florida man charged with DUI after mistaking a bank drive through for Taco Bell. Employees found 38-year-old Douglas Francisco passed out at the wheel outside a Bank of America in Spring Hill. After bar banging on his window for some time, Douglas woke up and tried to order a burrito. El hombre del peliquin. In other words, I'm not a fan of Hitler. Turns out he was on some uh, oxycodone and some other pills. Uh, Douglas Francisco, the engine was still, uh, still, still running. Like Tommy Lasorda or Tiger Woods, right? They fell asleep behind the wheel. So it can happen to anybody when you take enough pills. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder what time of night or day it was. It doesn't say on here. If the people in the bank were there, I'd imagine this would have to be during like normal hours, right? De yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, you know what he was probably thinking? He was probably like, God damn, you know, I really want, <laughs> I really want a burrito right now, but I don't have any money. So I'm going to stop at the bank first. And then, you know, somewhere along the way, the uh, oxycodone kicked in and the wires got crossed and he just merged the two thoughts together. And next thing you know, he's in the bank drive through. Yeah, I can see that. That sort of makes sense, I guess. Sure. You ever wake up with discarded food wrappers on you or <laughs> half eaten burritos or just the shame of the night before next to you? It's been, yeah, it's been a really long time since I've been in that uh even put myself in that sort of situation but no i don't i don't think so i don't think i've ever you know gotten that far off where i woke up like with 
food remnants on me. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I mean, for this guy, it's incredibly dangerous, too, because obviously you're driving a car. That's not good. I, I've been in cars with people before, though, and, and like the thought of going to the Taco Bell or wherever, it sounds... Well, first of all, it sounds like a great idea at the time, but also it's one of the few times that like fast food really kind of lives up to its billing and tastes as good as you think it will, as opposed to when you, you know, you're just stone sober going and getting it for lunch. That's not, you know, you're like, yeah, why did I get a Taco Bell burrito? Why did I do that to myself? I'm a lot more familiar lately with the regret of fast food instead of just getting geared up for it and feeling satisfied when it's done. You know, <laughs> like, That definitely happens when you're, uh, when you're in an altered state of mind. And it, it's funny because I think Taco Bell kind of sort of subtly caters to that, you know, like we're the late night, you know, destination and, you know, Jack in the Box too. I think they, I've seen they have like a, a late night box and, you know, it's a little wink. Everybody knows that you, you're not out late at night, you know, for, for many other reasons than uh, somebody who's got the munchies or they're just stumbling home from the bar and want something uh, gross and unredeeming to eat. It's not even stumbling because you have to drive you have to drive through. So, I mean, <laughs> they're advertising to uh, to really sort of reckless behavior here if you think about it. Like if they put a breathalyzer in the drive-thru to get your order to come out, I think that uh, they'd stop being open late because they wouldn't have any customers left after they all got shut out or, or arrested. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised too. All he wanted was a burrito. Usually it's like uh, it's some sort of extravagant order. You know, you're going to get the nachos, the Mexican pizza, the burrito and like four soft tacos. And then maybe like one hard one, too, to do like a little taste test. But yeah, I, I definitely remember wanting burritos when I, <laughs> when I was in that state of mind. Well, can't go wrong with the burrito. But hey, buddy, guess what? The XFL is coming back. And that means that just because football season ended, the tailgating doesn't have to. College sports, right? In Idaho, are they the big thing there? Not as because you don't really have pro teams, so is yeah, more college type uh, atmosphere. I think so, um, and it seems to be like kind of segmented, like north and south. Up north, we have the University of Idaho, the Vandals, which are now a uh, what is it, a Division two team or something like that. They've dropped out of the, the NCAA uh, Division one because they just couldn't compete. And then in the south, there's uh, Boise State. There is Idaho State down there, but they're kind of they're another D two team. But Boise State, you know, they had that big run ten years ago where Kellen Moore and uh, Doug Peterson, or they kind of made this little underdog fight and put themselves on the map and all that stuff. And I mean, you still see a lot of Boise State gear, even though we're up in the north. They seem to be kind of the the cool pick or whatever. And you think you'll get an XFL franchise like the Bad Boise or something like that? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think they're going to hit bigger markets than, than Idaho. <laughs> no. I know, it's kind of a weird thing to bring back, right? Because XFL is sort of synonymous with uh, like crazy failed football league that had all these big hits and everything. And now it seems like even though that's the brand, they're trying to use the same name, but bring it back as like this safer alternative where I don't. Know, it seems like they're trying to market it to like concerned moms and like 70 year old like republicans and people who stopped watching because of the whole anthem thing this is the yeah i don't i don't know they're trying to uh, they're trying to hit that middle spot because we have arena football arena football arena football we have arena football close to us and i have never been to a game I don't know if I would even go if it was a free ticket. It oh, 
I don't know what they're going to change to separate themselves from the NFL. I think they're trying to make the game play faster. They say that the NFL is kind of drags out and uh, they're going to have a condensed season. But I just I have a tough time thinking it's it's really going to take off. And again, to, to attach themselves to that failed brand is like, why not market it as something new and different? Why go back to that? I don't get it. They know that they'll get that initial like, ha like the XFL is back. That'll that'll go viral and people will share the story. But ultimately, you know, if the if the product's not there on the field and is the same thing that happened to them last time, then it, it's going to go away really quickly. People are going to turn away in droves because there's nothing worse than bad football. And people only put up with bad NFL football because usually there are some half decent games on and there's players they know and all those kind of things. To the XFL's credit, the one thing they did do is they developed that Skycam with with NBC and broadcast wise, they did come up with a lot of innovative things, especially, oh, handheld cameras too. That was, you know, if you look at old NFL broadcasts, they've changed quite a bit. And oddly enough, this year on Thursday Night Football, they kept experimenting with that Skycam. So I don't know why they were, they were just letting that technology sit in the mothballs, but it's always been cool. And the idea behind it was the guy who developed it. He's like, yeah, my son, he plays Madden football. And it's always been that view from behind the quarterback. So why don't they just broadcast games in a similar way? Yeah, I think that's definitely added to the I, I, I enjoyed it. I remember when it, you're right, it kind of hit this season. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, speaking of tailgating, I got a couple of these wise potato chips flavors. I, I hadn't seen them before. I ran across them at the grocery store. Limited edition wise Ridgies. There's a tailgate classic buffalo wing and a tailgate classic dry rub ribs. Now, the dry rub ribs is probably the more curious one to me because the buffalo wing ones, I feel like uh, that's a pretty safe flavor. They've been using buffalo wing on a lot of a lot of different snacks now. So you kind of know you're going to get that tangy, hot vinegar action going on. Where uh, dry rub ribs, I don't know. That seems like there's a lot of room to fall off a cliff there with the flavor. Wouldn't you agree? I suppose. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big dry rub fan. I, I make ribs and I, I rub them like crazy before I, uh, before I cook them. But uh, yeah, I, I suppose there's a lot of leeway there. What do you got? Are you a big rib guy? When I was a kid, I used to love like baby back ribs and I would get them all the time. Then I was a vegetarian for a bit. When I came back to meat, I decided to try some ribs again. And for some reason, I just lost my taste for them. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the pork thing. I'm not sure. No, I eat ribs like crazy. I go summer, winter, whatever, man. I've got a pretty good method for cooking them where they fall off the bone. And again, I rub them ahead of time, let them sit in the fridge wrapped in plastic to kind of soak the flavor in. And then uh, a lot of times I'll make my own sauce. Yeah, I love, love me some ribs, man. Well, here's some wise snack facts on here. There's no preservatives. It's gluten-free. Here's a big one. No MSG. No oh, boo. Eight servings per container. That's about 14 chips, 150 calories, nine grams of fat, uh, potatoes, vegetable oil. And I'm just checking the ingredients on the dry rub ribs just to see if I can glean, uh, get some insight into the looking glass of what they may have put on here. It says salt, spices. That doesn't tell me much, but sugar, brown sh- sugar and brown sugar, garlic powder. I don't know. Let's give them a shot. These are the ridgy, so you got a very ridgy chip here. Uh, the smell here. It does smell a bit like barbecue sauce. That's to be expected, so... And a little, I guess, yeah, a little poor. It does smell like ribs. It definitely smells like ribs. It's like if you had a rib scratch and sniff sticker, this, uh, this, would, be, this would be right there with them. They're very heavily seasoned. They're a thicker cut chip. Let's see what kind of crunch factor we got. I mean, that's big time crunch. It's weird. <laughs> they do taste they do taste a lot like ribs. Like if you're eating a plate of ribs with like a french fry next to it, 
and the uh, the rib juice, like the pork juice and the barbecue sauce and all of that mixed together on there. It's got it. On the back end of it, though, there's this little bit of an aftertaste. Hmm. I'm not really digging. But aside from that, like, you know, you're a bib, a wet nap, and a dead pig away <laughs> from some barbecue ribs. So you like them better than an actual rib? Or? I'm not really into ribs anymore. So I'm really not into these anymore. You know, I would rather just like, because I'm not as big, like when I was a little kid, I like sauce a lot. I like barbecue sauce and ribs were a good excuse to eat a copious amounts of barbecue sauce. Since I prefer like a well-seasoned steak now, or like just a little bit of A1 on the side, you know, the ribs with all the barbecue sauce and everything, it just doesn't do it for me. So the flavor here isn't really doing it for me either. Although if you do like dry rub taste and you really do like rib taste, it, it tastes uncannily like that flavor on a chip it's a little it's kind of a little eerie see i'm gonna have to look for those i don't i i I looked for the wise chips last night at the store i didn't see any but uh as a rib fan i'm i'm curious i wonder if i'd like them well i mean they cling to your tongue for dear life though this flavor it's um it's strong it's very it's very salty that's one thing i wish they would tone down a little bit is the is the salt because it's really it's really just drying out my tongue I wouldn't get these again. And I'm really hoping that when I try the buffalo wings, they're not as salty. Although, just like initial thought before I opened either bag, I was going to assume that the saltier of flavors would be would be buffalo wing just by nature of uh, the seasoning. Let me um well, let, let me give these buffalo wings a go just because they're they're basically the same thing. There's another one in these Ridgies lines. These are the Tailgate Classic Buffalo Wings. They're the same thing. They're the 150 calories, 9 grams of fat. Although, this one does not have as many Y snacks on the back as the other one. This one is not free of MSG. Good. It is gluten-free. It's got that going for it. What was the other checkpoint? We had no preservatives, gluten-free, no MSG on the other one. This one only says gluten-free. So I'm going to assume that there are preservatives and MSG in here. Otherwise, they would tout the fact <laughs> that there isn't, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, let's see if these good. You know, the one thing that, to me, a buffalo wing hinges on, any buffalo wing flavored thing, is how close it tastes to Frank's. Because it doesn't taste like Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Then it just tastes like, you know, knockoff buffalo wings with knockoff buffalo wing sauce. So let's see if they got that. They're not advertising that it uses Frank. So I'm going to guess that it does not. Mm. Oh, did I rate the uh, the other ones? Those are uh, like a four out of ten. Not not a fan. But I mean, same chip is a ridgy, kind of a thicker cut, wise ridgy. Mm. I like the chip design. These are super dippable, but this is the kind of chip that if I was going to dip it, I would just go with plain instead of a flavored one. I mean, this is a lot better. This is this is better than the, not not just because I like buffalo wings better than I like ribs. The seasoning is more balanced. It's not it's not as overpowering. It doesn't. It doesn't stick with you as long. It doesn't cling with you. Like I feel like if you were to eat too many of these rib chips, you'd walk around all day smelling like ribs and people would start talking behind your back like, oh man, he must have ate some rib chips at lunch. Or <laughs> it, 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 just, it just wouldn't be a good scene. Like rumors would happen. But, uh, you know, these are nice. I mean, I could see like maybe if you were to go for a dip, you could do maybe a ranch or a blue cheese. When you get your buffalo wings... Do you dip them? And if so, do you go? Are you a blue cheese guy or a ranch guy? Yeah, if I go with the standard like buffalo ones, I'm I'm definitely hitting up the blue cheese, man. I love blue cheese dressing. God, you see, I'm a ranch guy. I don't like blue cheese at all, so I will do the ranch. But did you know that blue cheese originally it was supposed to be? I don't know if this is true. Is this an old? I hear is this this is like a buffalo rumor, but supposedly. The dressing is just for the vegetables that come, like the carrots and the celery that come with the buffalo wings. And then some adventurous young lad decided, hey, I'm going to see what this wing 
good for him. I think it goes really nicely. It's kind of goes hand in hand now. I feel like that must have happened like by the second plate of buffalo wings ever served because someone's like, oh, damn, this is hot. Oh, look, there's some you know creamy blue cheese sauce. I bet that would help cool down my palate. Yeah. And that's pretty much your blue cheese once you've dipped a wing in it. You know what I mean? You can share if it's just a vegetable and you're not double dipping, but uh, I think it's kind of gross to to share a wing dipped cup of blue cheese with somebody for whatever reason. <laughs> no, it definitely is. You need your own ramekin of dip when you're doing the buffalo wings. You can't just like, <laughs> you can't dip in and out, even if you're not double dipping, which you shouldn't be doing, but uh, you just, you need to do it your own way. I agree. That's the one problem I have with like buffalo wings or ribs or those kind of things. I don't really like to like eat them when I'm out in public anyway. They're kind of like eh, kind of messy, and then I don't <laughs> even feel clean enough to present myself to them. You sit in you sit in a corner of your room. With- <laughs> yeah, I got to do it in the dark. <laughs> okay. Let me. Uh, uh, yeah, these are pretty good. I would say these are about. Uh, we'll go with six point five. Yeah, and like I said, I'm really curious to see what those those dry rub ones taste like. But I'll, I'll mail them to you. Perfect. All right. What I got, I got, I kind of went with the, you know, it, it, I equate tailgating with the South. I mean, I know college football is just king down there, and all the tailgating I've kind of been witness to, and I've never been a part of it, has been these big giant. And I didn't realize this till a few years ago that people like set up their tailgate things and like they sell their wares to passersby which is odd to me because I thought you'd need like a food service license or whatever, but it's like, hey, 10 bucks for a plate of this. And they have like rotisserie pig spit, you know, like the turning pig and they'll just hunk off or carve off a hunk and sell it. I'd like to try it out someday. It seems like a big party, but I equate it with the South. And one of the things that I, that I kind of also equate with the South is uh, pork rinds. It seems for whatever reason that in the South, they, they eat the leftovers of, of foods stuff that you normally throw out like chitlins and gizzards and, and, and stuff like that i don't it just seems like that's something that happens down there but i picked up a bag of these spicy max crackling curls and they're like pork rinds but apparently they're just like little kind of shavings of them like a really thin strip because they're all curled up and thinner than a pork rind and i can't it's killing me here read you the the macros it's uh Seven little curls per serving, 80 calories, uh, five grams of fat, zero carbs on them, seven grams of protein. And there's four ingredients here. The ingredient, it goes like this. It says literally fried out pork fat with attached skin. Salt, monosodium glutamate, and red pepper. I can't help but read the the fried out pork fat in my head with, with a southern accent. Without a southern accent. It just sounds like... Fried out, fried out pork fat. What does fried it out is, mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It just sounds like some, you know, some hillbilly that, you know, I've got some fried out pork. <laughs> I don't know. That's killing me, though. So I'm going to pop one in my mouth here. <laughs> yeah, people don't eat pork rights here, really. I, you see them once in a while in stores. You Actually, they're usually more in ethnic stores. Yeah, I think like Hispanic community, stuff like that. If you go to like an ethnic grocery store, these will be a, a much hotter seller. But in terms of like regular, regular Northeast culture, it's the kind of thing that like in a movie, for example, if you want to like in horror movies, when you know, teens go to the backwoods and they end up stopping at the grocery store on the way to pick up their beer and whatever and some snacks. There's always like some redneck there eating at a bag of pork rinds, like a bag of pork rinds, like establishes like that you're a maniac and you're, you know, you're, you're from the deep woods, you know, you might be. I'm not, I don't want to say, you know, inbred or something, but, you know, the movies heavily imply those things. Uh, you know, you can have genetic defects. 
And you're more likely or not going to try and slaughter some kids when their car breaks down or they stop by your uh, your weird taxidermy cabin in the middle of the woods. So, I mean, that's what pork rinds, that's what they uh, deliver. That's the message that they can sort of silently deliver in films. They're, really, they're a character building food. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't. I, I actually went through a phase. They have a some pork rind flavor at the dollar store that's barbecue or something. I was a total addict for with these things for a short period of time. They fell off gladly enough. I don't do it anymore. But there was a kind that I was just all over for a while. These ones, and it's hilarious because on the front, it, it, they try to tout the healthiness of them. It says there's zero grams of trans fat and uh, zero carbs. So they're trying to pass these off as some sort of healthy alternative to it something but i guarantee people are just going to pass that by if they're really wanting some pork rinds or not looking to like benefit their body as far as they go i was i'm actually pretty disappointed unless you're going to dip these in hot sauce or something like that these are these are pretty bland there's really not much spice to them you definitely get that kind of the familiar like you know pork fat flavor that you know just it gets stuck in your they get stuck in your teeth after you've chewed them there's good crunch the expected kind of light airy crunch that you get from a the fried fried pork fat and in my mind I try to pretend that they're some sort of chip or something other than just a sliced off leftover pig part that's been sitting in a vat of oil. I'd give these probably a, a three. The spice is what's really disappointing about them. I expected something that was going to smack me around a little bit, but even you know the initial flavor is not spicy. The leftover flavor is not spicy. There's nothing that lingers in your mouth. They're pretty bland other than just the the regular pork flavor so i think they missed the mark as far as the spice goes so again a three yuck so to to calibrate this and to give a baseline here is there a type of pork rind that you typically like or like in your mind the best pork rind you have what score would that be oh you know again it's kind of fallen off because i was you know i was like a a straight 10 on these ones that were at the dollar store. I'm sure they're still there. It's some off brand that you can't get at the grocery store. Those were a 10 for a while. I'd say they're probably, I guess, slid down to a six. I don't go there anymore. I'd still probably enjoy a bag if I had one around, but um, comparatively speaking, these are again, a three. I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to buy these again. They're a little more expensive. I thought it's a little tiny bag. It's almost like maybe two servings in there. No, but I mean like the best pork rind you've ever had. So what would you rate good pork rinds as? Oh, that's what I'm saying. A nine, like those, the barbecue ones, those barbecue ones are good, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. Again, to kind of offset what I did with the pork rinds, I bought these, uh, our organic falafel chips. It says they're the chip for hummus dip. And man, they really go with the, uh, the healthiness on the side here. They're really pushing how great they are, the antioxidants and the no GMOs and all that stuff. First of all, I, I don't like something that says they're good with something else. I want something that's standalone good on its own if I'm going to buy a snack. So these are, these, I, I had the open up their round. They're they're kind of they're kind of bland. They look like a Tostito chip. Uh, they're they're uh, kind of an off-putting brown color. Um, the taste is subtle. You definitely get like a vegetable flavor from them. There's there's a lot of these are organic original falafel chips. Yeah, they are they are gluten free, USDA organic, non GMO. 123 calories a serving. You get about eight chips. It says and there's six grams of fat, pretty low sodium, 79 milligrams. There's there's just not a, three grams of protein. There's not a lot of flavor to them. They're almost like a toned down. Gosh, they're just kind of really boring. I suppose it, you know they would pair well with a, uh, a hummus or something else that that can carry it. But there's I don't like them. I'd say a one or a two. You know they're just not 
not my cup of tea. I'm sure there's there's uh, there's an appeal to other people out there that they may go for them, but no, like I said, too subtle for me. Uh, I don't like the the flavor. I don't like the color. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip these. Did you try it with hummus? Because the bag right on it says it's the chip for hummus, so it seems like they're really trying to push you in that direction. Yeah, no, like I said, no, I'm not gonna buy something just so that I have to buy something else. Oh. No, I mean I have some hummus upstairs, and maybe that's the way I'll get through the bag here is just to use these as a vehicle to eat hummus. But no, you stand alone on you. You don't say hide behind another product is is your selling point. No. I don't want chips that are made for hummus. I want chips. Well, I, what if you were buying hummus, though, and you, you wanted to put some chips into it? Maybe these would be the perfect chip for that, you know? I, all, all things for all people. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with your yeah. reasoning here, Marty. Anyway, so what would your score be? <laughs> you have not dissuaded Two. me from trying these. What is the brand here? Flamos? Two. What is this? F-L-A-M? Uh, f- like Flamus. I think they're like famous, okay. but it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can have them, dude. They're... Uh, I, I, I'm giving them a two. Go ahead. They're they're uh, they're all yours. You know they're healthy enough to appeal to you. They're low in saturated fat. You know no gluten, wheat, dairy, lactose, trans fat, cholesterol, MSG, hydrogenated oils, preservatives, artificial colors, artificial flavors, nuts, soy, or shellfish. Hard pass. We're Snack Masters Inc. You can find all of our old episodes as well as this one at snackmastersinc.com. That's I N C, not I N K. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. Check us out on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Snackmasters Inc. There we have all of the food photos from this episode as well as mini reviews and videos. Speaking of videos, we've also got a YouTube channel, YouTube slash Snackmasters Inc. And then uh, at Snackmasters Inc. on Twitter, any snack suggestions you'd like to reach out to us with Snackmasters Inc. at gmail.com. MSG, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you ever worked fast food? I, I had a real brief stint at a place called Hog Heaven in Burley, Idaho, and it was short-lived. The restaurant didn't last long. It was horrific. I hated every every minute of the what week and a half that I worked there. What, what were you? Were you on the grill? Were you front-facing customers? It was kind of a one. It was so slow there that it was kind of a one-size-fits-all. And they're trying to teach me how to cook their their garbage, gross food and run the grill. I mean, they were just you know pre-cooked hamburgers that were steamed once somebody ordered them. They thought I knew how to run a till apparently and take orders to the drive-through and cook at the same time. It was like this just ridiculous failed setup and I was really happy honestly it was such a miserable experience I was I was happy that they went out of business mistakes don't play stakes yeah, well, I earned my stripes at McDonald's like many other famous people like uh, Cindy Crawford, <laughs> Liam Neeson. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Uh, the Haim brothers, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. I don't think they worked at McDonald's, but uh, I did. I did briefly. I did the drive through over there, but I, when I was like 14 and 15, I think I was a little bit too sarcastic for them, though, and I had to I had to move on in my career from uh, talking over a drive through Mike. That's a good time. It's character building. Every everybody should be forced to work at McDonald's for uh, I don't know at least a month should be a, should be a national edict and with uh, I don't know maybe Trump would do that. We've created over six hundred thousand jobs already in a very short period of time and it's a big league and they are catching on. Would you endorse such a policy? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Snackmaster Junior. Yeah. Ring us up. How about a snack? You check the fridge. <laughs> Ghost Pirates 2, eh? You eat it! <laughs> but we aren't hungry! Eat it! Bubbles? Let's bubble our way out of here! 
Snack Master! You'll be snacking with us! 